Good morning, Happy Enders. It is another week. Ta-da! And we have the same sponsors. Um, no new ones yet, but that would be super cool. I'm working on a couple lotion sponsors, so that would be completely awesome to get some lotion sponsors or CBD sponsors or anything like that that I can actually use with um, the patients. Or not the patients. The, well, they're patients, yeah. Um, so we have Blue Apron. BlueApron.com is a, it, I almost said one-stop shop, but that's for the next thing. Um, no, no, anyways. Um, so Blue Apron, what they do is you, they take, they bring, they go grocery shopping for you, and they put a box out on your patio or your front step or blocka, 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 and it has the food in it. They already went grocery shopping for you, and there's recipes in it, and you don't have to do anything but cook it and then take credit for it. Uh, I love blueapron.com because I actually use it with the kids, and they eat it, which is awesome, and you could actually go through the menu of what's good for that week and get what you think your kids will eat or you will eat or whatever your fuck buddy, whatever you want to do. And if you go to blueapron.com slash happy endings, which is B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N dot C-O-M slash H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S, you get 30% off your first box. Uh, next is Famous Smoke Shop. Famous Smoke Shop is a awesome cigar smoke shop where you can actually um, have cigars delivered to you. So if you want to suck on something that doesn't get you in trouble and make you feel bad, uh, you can also do that with a cigar. <laughs> and if you go to Famous Smoke Shop and you use promo code HOT20, which is H-O-T-2-0, you get $20 off your purchase of $145 or more. Or HOT10, which is H-O-T-1-0, you get $10 off your purchase of $85 or more. Handy App, here's your one-stop place. Handy App is an awesome app where you can actually go and get somebody to do anything that you really need. So if you need like a handyman, if you got mad and punched a hole in the wall and you need somebody to do your drywall, if you need somebody to clean your pool, clean your house, maybe build something that you bought that you don't know what the fuck you're doing, Handy App is for you. And if you go to Handy App and use promo code APPSAVE, which is A-P-P-S-A-V-E, Three zero, you get thirty percent off your first booking, and then we have Shoe Dazzle. We all know I love shoes, except that my shoes right now I have holes in them, which is super embarrassing. My tennis shoes, um, but that's from all the planks. Um, Shoe Dazzle, you take a quiz and they send you a pair of shoes every month, so you can have your food and your shoes and your just and your cigars, and then have somebody come over and fix shit. It's amazing. And if you go to ShoeDazzle.com and use promo code Happy Shoes, which is H A P P Y S H O E S, you get ten dollars off your first box. And then, last but not least, we have Dollar Days. Dollar Days is an amazing, really cool bulk website. So you go on and you can get shampoos, conditioners, clothing. I mean, you get lost on this website because there's so much stuff. It is so amazingly awesome. And if you use promo code HAPPYENDINGS20, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-2-0, you get $20 off your purchase of $200 or more. Or Happy Ending Ship, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P. -S -S you get a flat rate of $9.95 for shipping. Now, the guest today is Stephen Fury. And I did this a while ago, but um, I've been saving it because I've been afraid. Because comedians are a little flaky, and I was always afraid that I wouldn't have enough. So I have a bunch that I'm going to start releasing 
Um, but Stephen Fury is actually one of the newer paid regulars at the Comedy Store, and I'm super proud of him. So I hope you enjoy. Still just like, I have no idea what's going on. You're like, what the hell, Joy? All right. Okay. Get undressed, get on other sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Hey, thanks for having me here. <laughs> Just relax, I got you. Okay. Arms to the side. See, I've never gotten a massage, so I don't know the etiquette. I don't know any of it. You're fine. So that's why, yeah. I think it's hilarious that you walked in and had no idea. No, I had no idea. I think I said yes, I was pretty inebriated. I would have said yes other, uh, either way, but <laughs> I think I just heard podcasts. So I was like, sure, I'll do it. Okay, so don't let me hurt you because you've never had a massage before, ever? I mean, like, human beings have touched me with, like, a force on my back, but not like, <laughs> but, like, not like I've never had, like, a professional massage, no. Okay, all right. Steven Garza never had one, and I just did him on the chair in the green room at the comedy store, and now he's addicted. My buddy Hormos, you, you know Hormos? I do know yeah. Hormos. He gets him, like, twice a week, but he has a weird back where it's all, like, naughty and stuff. Oh, oh I'm going to have to ask Hormos to be on that. Oh, yeah, he's obsessed. He gets them all the time. That's awesome. Okay, so <laughs> I feel like you kind of knocked me off now. I'm like, oh, I feel bad. I'm just raping your back with lotion right Feels now. pretty good. <laughs> Still, I'm like, and then it's like, and then you have it like, it's a nice place, but it's like in the mountains somehow behind the comedy store. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know something like that existed really. Like I knew the hills, but not like, this is like, feels like Yosemite or something. <laughs> well, after that, we are going to like chop your head off. And yeah, yeah. You in it's like you loosen me up to make it easier. To... Just I'm tenderizing you. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. it is. <laughs> Good way to go, I guess. It could be worse. There you go. Okay, so have you had any like injuries or anything? Yeah, I've had a ton of injuries. I dislocated both my shoulders a couple times. Now they kind of float in and out. And I'll have to pop it back in. And then my I dislocated my left knee when I was a kid. And then I was playing basketball and I dislocated. I like tore my ACL, my MCL, and I and I got to tear my meniscus in my knee. And I didn't walk for like six months. Ow. For six months? Yeah, because it's Kaiser, and it's like, they waited a while to get the stuff back, and then it was still like two and a half months. But the problem was, I didn't forget that. Re rehab it that well. So now I have like these tiny chicken legs. Do you work them out now? No. No? I need to start. I don't, I used to work out a lot. Like, I was into being big and tough and stuff. But <laughs> now I just don't at all. Okay. So And I need to, because I'm finally, like, I'm almost 30, and like, things are starting to break down that, you know, before, just like. Yeah, uh-huh. Just wait till you're past 30. <laughs> Goddamn yeah. young kids. Oh, they're not even 30 yet. I'm like, fuck you. I'm over halfway done with 30. Like, fuck all of you guys. 30 seems fun in LA, though. Yeah. I feel like it'll be better than my 20s were. I don't know. It's I think it's different for guys. Like yeah, me. Probably right. They're like, oh, Joy, you're 37. You know, I'm, yeah. I'll talk at your funeral. Can I get stage time at your funeral? Like, that's what <laughs> open I mic it? Yeah, can we just open mic, put our name in a bucket, and see whoever cries harder for you gets to talk? That's actually a good idea. 
I'll get people at my It could be like a show. That would be a funny show where it's the funeral of a comic and the guy, it's kind of like they roast them. Uh, I guess it's just a roast. Well, that's what I want to do. I want to be cremated and then I want people to roast me while I'm roasting. Oh, jeez. I wonder, I always wonder the smell. Is there a smell? I don't know. Or I is know. Is it just like burn? Is it good? Is it like a good barbecue smell or is it like, or is it like gross? Just throw some molasses in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you just like get like a Memphis rub or a Kansas City rub and just get that on there, it might be pretty good. Oh, what's that? Oh, that's just Joe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Smoky Joe, we call him now. No, I do know somebody though that works or works near a crematorium, and they said that um, people are constantly calling the fire department. And they're like, oh, there's a fire, and they're like, no, it's just a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's just little bits of a dead human being inside your nose. And then in the, um, the like the metal doesn't burn, so like the titanium hips and the titanium knees and stuff are still there. So in a box, I guess they keep them in a box. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if they just like secondhand, like, oh, this is a used hip replacement. You know, you can get it. Probably do off. that because people are so they're so expensive. Yeah, so right. Like, you know, Four hundred bucks, I can get you a aged vintage. <laughs> I can get you a vintage knee. It's retro. It's retro, bro. <laughs> Gertrude. It's it's already been broken in. Right, Gertrude <laughs> didn't even put 200 miles on it. This is like new. Yes, <laughs> the pedometer is on your phone yeah. for how long your hip replacement has on it. Holy crap, your low back is knotted up. Like, can you feel this? Uh, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it feels good, but it's just intense pain. But it's like a good intense pain. I'm guessing that's the point of, of um, massages. Feels yeah. good. You get the joy and the pain. Yeah, yeah. But I'm um, like sadomasochistic or whatever the word is. I always want to say more intelligent words, and I go for it, and then I have to bail some part in the middle. <laughs> Your arm. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, I know how to say that. I forgot how the ending works. <laughs> You're like, oh, Stephen Fury. He's a mumble mouth, right? Yeah, that's a, everyone always says I mumble. It's like, well, I'm more just bail because I'm so insecure <laughs> in the middle of the sentence. I'm not mumbling. I'm fading out. Yeah. I abandoned the premise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm hoping you s- stop looking at me. Just leave me alone. Okay, so did you start comedy out here? No. Where did you start comedy? I just started comedy. Um, in Sacramento for about three years only. Is that where you're from? Yeah, that's where I'm from. And I always just wanted to play clubs, so Sacramento had five clubs, so I was like, well, I'll try and get past in all these clubs, and then I'll go to San Francisco in the Bay Area. So it took me about three and a half, three years to get past in all those. And Sacramento's pretty close to Oakland and um, San Francisco. Uh-huh. So then I started. San Francisco, the way to get up through their process is almost exactly like the comedy store. Every Sunday, you go and hang out in the back of the there pretty much the SF Punchline is a lot like the OR. Okay. Except there's a bar in the back, a long bar, service bar. Um so the comics will hang out all in the back and then the other area will fill up. And you have to go if you go it takes like ten months. Oh man. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> Um, That's my elbow. Yeah. I just wanted I was, to introduce you to. Could, yeah, felt that into my soul. My soul <laughs> fe- passed, passed me, so I felt that and went through time. Um, 
Um, so you have to go there and sign up. And so I did that. I'll drive from Sacramento to San Francisco every other Sunday for like eight months. And then you finally get a spot. And then once you get up there, everyone in the whole scene gets to see you. So then if you do good, you start getting shows. And then I started just going to the Bay. And then when I got past at all those clubs, I um, came down here two years ago. Two years ago. Okay. Were you one of the comics that lived in his car? No. I was day. I actually... I was gonna move straight move to San Francisco because I was going there like three, four times a week okay. for shows. And yeah, maybe three, two to three times a week at least. Um, but then I started dating this girl who lived in L.A. Always a girl. Yeah. God damn it. And obviously it didn't work out because that never works. Long distance self always is great because it's like so passionate when you see the person and then you're talking and then you like start living with that person. You're like, oh, this, the passion was what was getting us through these bullshit conversations. <laughs> right. I'm going to see your boobies and I haven't seen yeah, them exactly. in quite some time. And I've been trying not to bang other people, so it's going to get better. <laughs> so now I've got blue balls. Yeah. I'm just so, going to spew yeah. all over you. Yeah. So then I moved down, stayed with her for a month and then that was very nice of her. And then, um. Were you guys still dating? Yeah. Okay. Did for a little while after that, and then um, I moved in with Hormo in you... downtown LA. Okay. And then he moved out with his girlfriend six months in, and I had a couple buddies move in, and I've been with them. Two gay guys. I think three. The other guy says he's not, but I was gonna say you. He seems pretty gay. No. <laughs> you only have two roommates, but I think all three of us are gay. I'm oh what? yeah. Sorry, there's another roommate. <laughs> there was two, but then one guy had his boyfriend moving. Ah. Which is fine. They're all cool guys. Do they ever come to the store? Um, no, they're kind of, I don't think they'd really like it. I did, I got one, I mean, they've all been there to watch a few shows, but it's not really like their scene. Did you go straight to the store? Yeah. Um, what happened was, the girl I was dating was a comic, still is, and she would kind of hang out there. And so I came down, and I'd never been here before, and you know, it's like a very kind of cool place if you really like stand-up. Uh-huh. Okay. It's kind of like the Mecca or whatever. And yes, then, it is. So I go there, I'm just kind of surprised on the whole thing. And so Hormos goes, hey, I'll get you up. You're going to get me up on potluck. Okay. And then so I was like, okay, I'll get a set there. And then the girl I was dating at the time told me I should sign up for Kill Tony. I had no idea what it was. I didn't. I barely knew Tony Hinchcliffe because this was like three years ago. He was still getting bigger, but he wasn't as popular as he is now. Right. Um, so she's like, sign up for that. So then I did my potluck set. Went well. And then I went up. But Adam wasn't in the room. And then I went up, and I was just wandering around, and I didn't know what the belly room was, so I just walked in, and the second I stepped my foot on out into the uh, room, uh-huh. Tony goes, Stefan Ferre? Stefan Ferre? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that's me. Or like, Stephen Ferre? He just kind of fucked up my name. Uh-huh. And it was Dom and Greg Fitzsimmons. And nice. so I get up, and I crush pretty hard. Pretty, really fucking hard. It was really hard. And then everyone just said nice things. As I'm leaving, my ex introduces me to Adam. And then Adam goes, oh, are you the guy that killed on Kill Tony from Sacramento? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, do you live here? And I was just like, sure, you know, this was before I lived here. Uh-huh. I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever helps. I mean, I understand. I want to work here at some point. So he goes, here, come, come back next week and I'll watch you. And then I did that. And then the week after that, since I killed on Kill Tony, I got to go on um, the Ice House thing. Uh-huh. And that was with Jesus Trejo. And then he and I connected. So then he called in the Monday after the Monday Adam saw me and told put me up in a good spot. And then Adam saw me again. And so I'd been up like three times in a month in front of him. Damn. And which is like, you know, nearly impossible uh-huh. to do. Kind of want to stick my elbow in you really hard right now. <laughs> I just was getting lucky. But I'm also really pretty funny. So it was like, <laughs> I was just getting opportunities and excelling in those opportunities. I still want to stick my elbow in you right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
And then yeah, then that, and then I got a job, and then Jerron quit, who I was friends with, who went on to a very successful writing career almost immediately. Nice. He quit, and then almost suggested me. Adam already liked me, and then my crush for the Hazer Trejo one, Adam, I go, hey, can I get a job here? And it was the exact time Jerron was quitting, and then Jerron suggested me because he liked me too. And then it's just kind of all, kind of all been, yeah, I just got lucky really. Now, good for you, though. Fuck yeah. Like, it's awesome when people just are at the right place at the right time. Like, me, the right place at the right time is I'm probably going to be in a mass shooting. Like, <laughs> fuck. This, this a school is, shooting, too? And you're right. Like, I'm not even in school. I'm like, why was she with a bunch by. of third graders? <laughs> like, fuck. Damn, that was mine. Like, oh, oh, shit. That was past life, Steve. Felt that one. <laughs> Elbow again. So you've been at the store ever since. Yeah, like two years I've been here probably two, since uh, the end of February, two years ago. Have so, you done La Jolla yet? Yeah, I've done that one a few times. It's fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You, it's like on the ocean. Never been down there. It's cool. It's like a little um, beach town, kind of up at like nice beach town. It's okay. It's fun. This club's great. It's like older people, but like older white people. Uh-huh. It's still cool. It's fun. But you get to stay on the beach for free. See, older white people don't like me. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I do okay, <laughs> but... <laughs> I did a show, <laughs> I did a show the other day, when was it, Sunday? And there was only four people in the audience. Jesus, was it in L.A.? Yeah. Yeah, like in L.A. So I decided that I was going to make all of them hate me. Like, I was like, that's just what I want to do for some reason. Okay. And there was an older blue-haired lady. Mm-hmm. And she she was only there for one person. She did not want to be there. She hated life. So I got up there and I'm like, oh my god, you hate me. I'm like, look how much you hate me. And then I proceeded to basically tell her she needs to go home, remove the stick from her ass, and let her husband put his penis in it. Oh. And then the husband like the husband wanted to cheer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like giving you that fist pump. Right. He like, Silent fist pump. He started to get up and he looked around like, oh, wait, no, we're not. Che- okay, we're not. We're not standing upon us. All four of us. Kids. It's probably his kids, too. Kids. Do you want to cheer for me fucking your mom now? Come on. Been with your mom long yeah, enough. You know she's a bitch. Yeah, like, great. I deserve to put my dick in her butt. Like, yeah. And then, like, she really hated me. So I was looking at her and I'm like, oh my God, you hate me. I, you hate me. And so I'm pretty sure I'm never going to be invited back to that place again. Eh, whatever. You could burn some places. But it was fun. It'll be fun. I had so Experience. much fun just talking shit because I normally don't talk shit. So I was just like, I want all four of these people to hate me by the time I leave. Like, I almost stole one guy's pizza. I was just like, fuck it right now. Terror. It was awesome. Pizza guy loved you, though. Pizza guy did love me. He wouldn't have if I would have actually taken his pizza. Either that or we would have been married in his world. Like, oh, that chick loves me. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's how pizza man works. <laughs> if you take his pizza, you automatically married him. He's like, yeah, in my state. In my <laughs> he did look kind of redneck. That's how I like him. I like him. So what are you doing now? Like, where are you pursuing? Is it comedy? Is it writing? What are we pursuing now? Um. Yeah, it's just stand up. I've just always been a stand up. I just so luckily since I was passed by all those clubs up north, I get to go up and do weekends. So I get to leave town. Like next week, I'll be in Sacramento at Last Unlimited. Um, so I just get to go and get like real sets and do stuff like that. But it's mainly stand up right now. Okay. I got some other stuff going. I got someone tonight that me that should be coming to see. Oh, I gotta return that text. That's pretty important. So I'm hoping I can do well on that. Okay. Is that out here? Yeah, it's in at the store in the main room. 
Oh, hell yeah. The, the only time I've been on the main room is during Kill Tony. Yeah, the main room's pretty special. Yes. The original room's pretty cool. Main room's just crazy. I've had it like three times where it's just like, I mean, I, I do, I'll only get short sets, like seven minutes or something. But it's fucking gnarly. It's just like 400 people packed in, all illuminated by fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. On that big stage. Yeah. It's cool. Mm-hmm. What's funny is there's some acts that don't do as well in the main room as they do in the OR. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, and there's some acts that do better in the OR than the main room. Like, I think Sebastian's better in the main room. I think Dalia is better in the main room. And then Bobby is far better in the original room than the main room. I get to see Jamar. Jamar's really great in the OR. Yeah, Jamar's in the OR. Definitely not as good in the main room. Right. And who else? Well, just like Don Barris, he's original room. Yeah. Because he just can walk around. Yeah, and Brody's kind of better in the main room. Uh-huh. Brody cracks me up. I've massaged Brody in the main room in the back while Brian Holtzman yelled at people oh, once. Holtzman, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know which one I like. I think I like Holtzman in the main room more. I haven't seen him go up in a while. I think I like Holtzman in the main room. He cracks me up. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. But see, my whole thing is I want to turn around and just watch the audience because their reactions have to be fantastic. I never do that. That's, just, that's a good idea, though. I'm always just looking at him. He had the best set at Mitzi's funeral. Oh, did I heard thing. that. It was crazy. It was one of the funniest sets ever. He was just roasting the shit out of everybody. I was talking about this one waitress. I guess she's just banging everybody. Uh-huh. And he was just roasting her. And that was a very inside joke, but it was still just funny. <laughs> and because she was in the back. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Brian. Oh. And then he got off. He was like, what? Oh, whatever. He didn't care that much. Was, uh-huh. But he, like, roasted Mitzi. He fucking called out people for sleeping with her, and it was very funny. It's one of the funniest sets I've ever seen. Most people slept with Mitzi, though. Yeah, but she she did enjoy, I think, having sex with comics, from what I've been told. That's what we've heard. I mean, in all the books I've read about her. Yeah, she's like, I know, what's his name? Dice, and then I know um, Jimmy Schubert. He's been on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh, I've massaged him in this room, on this very table. Yeah, about a week ago. It was right before he left because he went to Dubai and he's like, I need a massage before I go to Dubai. And I'm like, all right, well, you have to tell me stories while I massage you. And he's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah, he probably liked that. I think he likes telling stories. Yes, he was funny. He got completely nude. Did he? Yes, he did. (laughs) You're like, I didn't even ask him again. (laughs) He just came in nude. I was like, oh. drank too much that night. Yeah, he got out of the Uber naked. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I got to take that Uber next time. I was so excited. I was like, Jimmy Schubert's naked in my living room. <laughs> I was like, there's no way I can beat this. Yeah, did you, ha- you had to do his leg, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, his knees. I got his knees. It was interesting, though, like hearing about all of his surgeries and how it changed his life. That's why I was asking about you, which is crazy, you know, not walking for like six Yeah, years. that was fucking whack. It uh, definitely did not feel good. Still didn't feel good. My muscles are like atrophying. And, are but, they? Yeah, a little bit. So I got to start working out. And then, yeah, I just don't have much strength in me. I used to have big old, big old legs. Played football for a long time. High school football? Yeah, and then I was going to play in college, but blew up my knee. It's crazy. My oldest was going to, he played high school up until his senior year, and then he met his girlfriend. It's like, oh, I like this ball better. Yeah, I, I could see that. I mean, <laughs> you could do both, though. So, do you only perform in California, or have you been other places? Um, I actually, my manager, I, I, I'm with, I signed this with this management company called Levity, and so they'll send me to feature for a lot of their acts. So I've been in a lot of places recently. I'm doing a cruise in August. Oh. 
That's for cool. Norwegian, but that's like the nice one, but it's like also the old ass people one. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and you have to be super clean. And I'm just like, oh man, let's see how this goes. Yeah, I booked a show once and I was like, cool, cool. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you like 15 minutes. And I'm all cool. And then I got there and she's like, I knew you wouldn't come if I told you, but it's a clean show. And I'm all, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, I showered, I'm clean. <laughs> She's like, can you just not? Alright. I did a show in Utah one time and they said it was clean and I was like, okay, I cannot swear. And then I got out and I realized that it was a family night and I was like, oh, there's a big difference between clean and family yeah. friendly. Yes. There are four year olds in this audience. I don't have any Shrek material. <laughs> are you from Utah? Uh, my mom's from Utah. Oh, yeah, I've done Wise Guys. Uh, this was not Wise Guys. It was, oh. uh, I kind of like Utah. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. There's like no vegetation. It kind of seems like it shouldn't be there, but. Yeah, no, they were just trying to find a place where they could be clueless for a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, did you bring home a souvenir wife? No, it was, that was actually really fun. That was a really fun club. It was so weird, though, coming down the stairs and all those people are, like, waiting, for, or, like, at the airport, and all those people are, like, waiting for some kid to come home or something. Oh, missionary? Yeah, yeah. or some missionary. It was just jam-packed, like, 150 people with signs and shit. Oh, yeah. No, and usually they do, like, mission releases around the same time. So it could be, like, a couple of kids coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was just packed. It That's how I met my husband. <laughs> really? At one of those? At one of those for, uh, I was living in Mexico, and my roommate. You lived in Mexico? Yeah. That's cool. Where'd you live in Mexico? In Mexico City. Oh, are you Mexican? No, I just really like eating authentic Mexican. Me too. <laughs> everybody. I do too. I really want to go to Mazalon for ceviche. I just found this new great ceviche place right by my house. Yeah, I know the food, the food's great. But uh, yeah, I was living there. My roommate had a friend that was coming back from his mission and she's like, well, we can't leave you alone because I didn't speak Spanish yet. And uh, he was friends with that guy too. And we met at the, the homecoming. Cool. Yeah. Does he live here? Not yet. Not yet. Very difficult to get. Oh, is he like Mexican? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, <laughs> we lived it because I'm from Canada, so I moved oh, from Canada. Oh, it's even more interesting. Eh? It's weirder yeah, weirder. East Coast, and we lived there um, pretty much our entire marriage. But um, when I moved here, he went back with our kid to stay in Mexico till he can get his paperwork. Oh shit. Because it's super easy to get Mexicans across the border yeah. right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Next I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, I didn't vote. Misery. I didn't vote for him. <laughs> That's interesting. So you Good grew, luck. Right? Dun, 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 dun. I was going to go wish you the best. Say, <laughs> if you knew, like, know any authors. No. I yeah, that is pretty. Nice. There's a lot of stuff. But see, if I wrote your book, it would have to have lots of sex in it, because those are my books. <laughs> oh, then I don't think you can write my story. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever do any, like, school trips or exchanges or anything cool like that? No, I wasn't really great in school. I went to college. I went to Sac State, but well, I graduated from college. But I never really cared. Like, I literally had, like, a 2.8 from first grade to me graduating college. Just the bare minimum. What did you go to college? What did you study in college? Uh, uh, communications. Okay. Because it was public communications. I was going to do psychiatry. But by the time I got to college, I had already started stand-up at 22. Okay. So I was just like, I'll just take public communications. And it was pretty much just like public speaking and then some communication classes. So I was just fucking destroying the public speaking classes. I did that. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, I'll do this. Fuck it. I'll make you guys laugh. And we'll fucking... 
Fucking A. I'll just riff it. That's, Dope. yep. I did that for public speaking. But public speaking was kind of hard for me because um, that summer, it was between my senior year to my freshman year in high school to college. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there was a water park. And so I was like, I want to do this every day until I start college. So I met a lifeguard and <laughs> I kept in touch with this lifeguard and he signed me into the water park every day but then when summer was over the water park closed so I didn't need him anymore oh god he was so pretty but he was so dumb mm-hmm. so I was like okay I'm gonna stop calling him because I don't need him and then I walked into my public speaking class and he's like hey joy and I was like oh oh that's hilarious fuck and so he's like man I've been trying to call you and he's like yeah because the water park closed so now we can hang out more and I'm like you were so dumb <laughs> and like he would but a hot guy who's got to end at the water park sounds like a good catch well yeah i mean not during fall yeah that's true during fall i was like right. i don't need you <laughs> go work at an amusement park and then we'll start talking <laughs> right get me get, get do me on a roller coaster so then every time he'd get up oh he was so bad at public speaking like he would oh it was just awful like, even the teacher would like cringe when she called him he was so pretty to look at and then so finally i got away from him and then flash forward years later we were watching um oh what is that show undercover boss yeah and i hear this really dumb guy talking and i was like i think i've had sex with that guy so i like took my book down and i look and I'm you like, have a book yeah i was reading <laughs> oh, oh i got I a book of names like, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no 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 oh yeah i thought you had like a book with like a picture it was, like a lock of hair July So, no, I was reading and I like looked and I was like, hey, John, I goes, that guy's name, I'm not going to say it here. <laughs> and he rewound it and sure enough, it was his name. And then I like went back to my book and I was reading and I got away with it for like 10 minutes and then John like caught on and he's like, hey, how'd you know that guy's name? <laughs> like, um, remember the lifeguard that I used to get into the water park? I love how that's like a family tale. Yeah. It's like, duh, of course I remember that story. Like the you banged the lifeguard. Like, he's blonde, you yeah. remember? He yeah, was of course blonde. I remember. He was blonde, blue eyes, like Hitler would have fucking loved him. Oh, he's so good looking. Ooh, so dumb though. Like, he'd be like, he, do you guys want, do you want to go out, Joy? Like, let's go out to dinner. And I'm like, nah, just let me see you naked. Like, that's all I need from you. <laughs> I mean, see, to me, he seems like a good guy. He's buying you dinner, he's getting in your water parks, and he's hot. What else should he need? A brain. A brain? No. You, I think, like, you get, like, almost like video games where you put points into different things. <laughs> you don't get all the points. If you got all the other stuff. And, uh, you don't have to have a brain. You get to choose. You get yeah. three things. That's yeah, you get it. three things out of five. <laughs> Just like that, you get five dollars to pick your perfect. Yeah, band exactly. Like, ah. Can't be like, I want all five bucks. I do. <laughs> I mean, he was dumb though, but and I'm sure he was cheating on me because he was so pretty. Like, I'm sure that stick went into many magic holes. It's okay. It was one of mine. And, you know, I knew it wasn't going to last. What happened was I was dating another lifeguard at first, and then he got really weird on me. So then I found the other lifeguard and then dumped the first lifeguard for the second lifeguard just so I could get into the water park. Yeah, the drama you're causing at this water park work relationships. But You're the story from that summer. Yeah, yeah. I am. You're like, I remember, and then she was, like, dating the other (laughs) one. Remember that girl was begging all the lifeguards? (laughs) (laughs) And we hate each other? Yeah, yeah. 
I think she was banging the fry cook, too. I was giving her fries. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Holy shit, why didn't I bring... Like yeah, should have been like the turkey leg guy. You're like the story at the Christmas party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, okay? Lifeguard reunion of 97. <laughs> She's really good at talking dirty. I didn't know but, what to do. Okay, you talk. When I was young, I had like a really nice body. Like, I still had the same face, so nobody looked at that. But I had a nice body, and I used it a lot. Like, I didn't know alcohol cost money until like, after <laughs> I had kids and all. It's like, oh, you know, that shot's like $10, and I'm like, no, 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 somebody pays for it. Like, what? <laughs> like, I did not have that problem. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, because I've always been the chubby girl, and so chubby girls don't get, like, good pickup lines or anything. The only one I ever had was, you have the face of a Renaissance painting and the body of a Teletubby. Like, and I was like... Is that fighting words? Are we supposed to date now? Like, I don't understand what that was supposed to accomplish. Well, if you ate his pizza, then you guys are married. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's your husband. Yeah. yeah. American husband. So I've had a bunch of girls, like, hit on... You get a bunch of chuckle fuckers, right? I mean, maybe. I don't... I'm kind of uh, picky, though. So, I mean, are there women that will want to do that all the time? Yeah, but a lot of times they're not people I'm attracted to, so oh, I don't really do anything. They get super turned on, though. Like, funny guys are hot, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I use that when I'm on a date. That's, like, my main thing. I can be pretty funny in conversation, so I'm not, like, the best-looking person either or richest at all or anything, but I can make someone laugh, so. You know, that works. Yeah, that that, that's, that suckers them for a little while <laughs> until I stop trying to make them laugh constantly, and then they're like, yeah, I'm left with nothing. Aw, and then you get to do it all over again. Yep. Next bit. Do you talk about exes on stage? Uh, not in really a sense of that important importance, but, like, maybe, I, and plus I do, like, joke jokes, like, set up punchline stuff. Uh-huh. So, like, anything would just be like, my ex-girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't be like, talk about them necessarily or where anyone would have any idea who that person was. Okay. So, how, okay. So, do you do anything else besides the comedy store? Um, well, I work the road a lot. Okay. Like, a couple weeks ago, I was in the Ontario Improv, and then next week, I'll be in, um, Last Unlimited, and then I was in, I was actually in La Jolla right before I was in Ontario, and then, um, yeah, I travel around a lot. In LA, uh, I have, I run a few shows, I, I'm at this one in Long Beach that I do twice a month, and otherwise, the store kind of does me right, they give me a decent amount of spots, so I'll normally have, like, a show somewhere, uh-huh. and then I'll get, like, two spots, or three from the store. Nice. I have a show in Long Beach on Sunday. Yeah? Uh-huh. Where? Alex's Bar? Oh, I don't know. I love Long Beach, though. It's, it's the first time they're ever doing this show. The guy, it's his cousin's bar, and I guess he's been begging his cousin to do comedy, and he finally got his cousin to agree. So, I don't know. It'll be the first launch of this comedy show, so we'll see how it goes. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm starting another one out there. It's a place called Ashley's, but everybody I talk to about Ashley's, they're like, ooh, the place was Roof. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, and a, a dude just asked me to book it for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, we'll see. I went there last night to check it out. They, it looks like they got it revamped, but the energy's still weird. Right. But if you get the right comics. I mean, if we get an audience, that's all that matters. Well, that's true. If there's fucking eight, 50 people in there, then it's like, yeah, whatever. It's going to be cracking no matter what. Right. What's your favorite audience? <sighs> Um, Sacramento, census-wise, is actually one of the most diverse cities in the world. Okay. So I really like that. Kind of like a blue-collar. I like blue-collar stuff. Okay. As long as it's... 
Honestly, the only crowd I cannot do well in front of is older black crowds. And I feature for this guy named John Witherspoon a lot. Uh-huh. Probably four times. He always brings me. When he doesn't bring his son, he normally me. Oh. I just fucking eat dicks, dude. Eat. Like a water park. Like join yeah. a water park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a girl trying to get him free to a water park. I'm just eating dicks. <laughs> now, who have you featured? Who's your favorite that you featured for? Oh. Uh, Huh. Bobby Lee. Bob, that, that's cool. I love Bobby Lee. He's, he's helped me out so much. He's helped a lot of people yeah, out. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Weird and hard to get, like, he can switch moods. You don't really know what mood he's in. Uh-huh. You know, he's like a cartoon character. That's, like, all the time. It's not, like, a bit that anybody does at the comic store or on TV or something. It's, like, always like that. So you don't know if he's, like, trying to fuck with you or trying to be sincere or trying to be sad or whatever or trying to be happy. But he's a great guy. He's my favorite to watch. I can, I can watch him every time. He's not like prolific in how much he writes, but his material is so perfect. Uh Every word is supposed to be there. There's no fat. There's no nothing. The beats throughout the whole set are boom, 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 boom. It's just a clinic and how to joke write. Right. That's how I feel about Rick Ingram. Yeah, but his joke writing's not the best. He's better at crowd work. Yes, but I could watch him all day long. Yeah. He's starting to go back into crowd work again. He was kind of leaving it alone. And his jokes are great, but he's definitely, like, one of the best ever at crowd work. You know what I mean? Yes. He's so quick. Yeah, he's so quick. It's like he's good. His jokes are good. Just like how you can't choose the guy to have all the things, the money. You can't can't be, like, maybe one of the best crowd work guys ever and, like, the best joke writer ever. That would be crazy. Yeah, you could just get extra money. That's all you need. Just borrow a few dollars from your friend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let their dim-witted new boyfriend. Yeah. They're poor, dim-witted, you ugly just boyfriend. You dumb friends that can't tell that the yeah. guy they're with is dumb. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, just hand me a few dollars. Let me hold a buck. Let me hold a, let me hold a buck to the first. Yeah. Just, give me a quarter. I'll get a quarter from back. Stacy. I'll yeah. get a quarter from Karen. It's great. <laughs> build my perfect guy out and you know what girls date shithead guys anyway so they're not using all their money anyway (laughs) so why can't i get off on that not get off that was the wrong word So what are you doing tonight? Do you have a show? Oh, yeah. You I have to work. I do have a spot, though. I have a spot on that Comedy Rock show, and then I have to that, fucking I love Comedy Rock. seat the goddamn fucking belly room all night. Nice. No, that sucks. No. The belly room sucks balls, but the set will be tight. <laughs> belly room sucks. Normally, not really great, or not really one of my, two of my favorite shows. Maybe you get one that's good. Right. And then they, I don't know. It's normally like bringer comedy. It's like I'm not really trying to watch that for fucking 7 to 2 in the morning. Right. I lose my mind. This set should be good. I gotta reply to that chick. <laughs> You're low back. Man, do you stretch at all? Uh, no, I don't do anything. It rained for the first time in like five years. Okay. But it was a very short sprint and I mm-hmm. regretted it. Immediately? It was <laughs> an instant regret? Yeah, like, this isn't for me anymore. I'm done. <laughs> Just kidding. So I tell my husband like long time ago when we were first dating and it was one of the dumbest things I've ever done. I picked up a pair of underwear and I'm like, are these clean? And I smelled them and I was like, holy fuck, that is the smell of instant regret. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a normal role not to smell underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Strange was, underwear. It was very dumb. We were just dating and I was like, oh, should just I do this laundry? Like, oh, do I do? Just the same everything's dirty oh yeah yeah his exes i should have known everything was dirty from just seeing his ex i'm like ah we should just burn all of your underwear (laughs) 
Like the greatest thing ever, uh, I don't think I've ever told this story, is um, John and I were first dating and we were playing, we had poker. Like we would do poker every week at his house, our house now. And somehow the conversation got into, if you could suck your dick, would you? And that's awkward. I guess he can. Who's that? I guess her landlord. He just gave me a really weird look too. Like, why the fuck are you rubbing a naked guy in my I'm not naked. I got pants on. I know. I'm just kidding. So, um, they asked if you could suck <laughs> Jimmy Schubert's just naked body. Completely they, naked. It, so funny. But see, I'm he so used to it. Like, bodies to me, I've done, like I said, I've done this 11 years. I've worked at a chiropractor. I've seen it all. So, I was kind of like, eh, whatever. Sorry, everybody. My landlord is back from Mexico. Yay, <laughs> air conditioning. <laughs> what, what? Yeah. He told her, he's like, hey, I'm going to get you air conditioning. And then he left for Mexico <laughs> without giving it to her. And then, like, the heat wave hit. Yeah. <laughs> was it hot up here? Yeah. Oh, I was, like, texting Joy, and I was like, what did I do? It's dark outside, and it's still hot. She don't know what to do. <laughs> this is her first Canada, or first summer here in L.A., not from Canada. And she was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, Sacramento's way hotter than this is. It's like 114 for like a month. That's Ugh. gross. August. Ugh. That night, that like the first night when it got really hot here, I went down to the store and I was like, it's going to be better down there. And I got out of the Uber and the hot wind hit me. Oh, yeah. And like just my brain couldn't take it because I was like, no, wind cools you off. <laughs> and I almost went into a panic attack because I was like, it's never going away. It's never, it's always <laughs> going to be hot. I <laughs> don't know what to do. <laughs> Why? Why is it like this? It's dark and it's still hot. <laughs> Joy, what did I do? She did. She did. She was like, why? Why am I here? And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> She's like, it's dark. It's still hot. I'm like, yeah. Oh, you got to be really careful with my legs, though. Okay. Because, like, there's no muscle at all. Okay. I got you. Don't let me hurt you. Just keep talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I try to go to this. I'm, I'm really into eating food. Like, uh-huh. I go out to lunch every day, probably. Um, I was trying to try that new Takaya place today, but it was fucking so hard to get to. Like Where's a, that at? It's like on Sunset, so in this little, little fancy area, kind of by the Rainbow Room. Oh, okay. But it's supposed to be like an upgraded Chipotle, and it's like anything. If you just throw up, I'm like the kind of sucker that if you just like upgrade anything, I'm like, oh, fancy, I'll try that. What's going on there? Well, this is an upgraded podcast. Oh, that's why it's good. Yeah, that's why I came. I trekked through the mountains of White Weho. I do wish I would have had you on video when I was like, oh, well, you're getting a massage, and you just looked at me like, huh? Yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on. There was, like, like sheets over weird things. I was like, what the fuck is going on in there? Like, this looks more like a rally than a podcast. <laughs> or it just looked like, a, like an old spooky house where they're, like, you know, where they put the sheets on stuff so that... <laughs> Dust doesn't get it. Yeah. So I was like, is this like an empty room they haven't been in in years? Yeah. Did your grandma die? Yeah, yeah. He's like, this is the podcast where we search through my grandma's old things. <laughs> Here's your box. Here's your box. That would be an awful Ooh. podcast. <laughs> Just found your dad's baby teeth. Uh, found out that this she may not be your grandma. Okay. Or you may have aunts and uncles in other countries that she gave them away. Yeah. Oh Grandpa God. used to be a dick. Like. <laughs> Grandpa used to be a baller. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my grandma didn't like me. I'm sure there was many pieces of paper around that was like, I wish Joy wasn't my granddaughter. 
So, my, who influenced you the most, like, for comedy when you first got started? Oh, uh, my top five are probably um, Dave Chappelle, Bernie Mac, Bill Burr, Brian Regan, Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. So, and Chris Rock, too, at least. My dad would just, uh, my dad was from L.A., but lived in Sacramento. So we would, uh, we would go down to L.A. probably once every two or three months, and we would drive if we uh, wouldn't fly, obviously. It was the only two ways you can get there. Um, and so he would just play stand-up tapes for, like, six hours. So mm-hmm. I kind of just, and plus he was the type of guy who would, like, have a, stand, a, a, a stand-up video. Okay. And then, like, he would, like, present it when his friends came over. He's like, oh, you guys got to check this out. Mm-hmm. And so he would just do that. So then I just kind of, I think that built in a value to jokes yeah. that I then just kept going. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What do you guys think? Who influenced you? Oh, my gosh. All of them? It's <laughs> good. Um, I The very first comic I ever saw was Russell Peters. Oh, that's funny. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I, I was, like, 11, 10 or 11 or something at my grandma's house. And they had this uh, comedy show that would come on on the weekends in Canada. It was called Comedy Now. And he had a half-hour special a few years before, and they had a rerun of it. And I saw it, and it was like, it made sense. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I saw stand-up, and I was like, oh, this is something really special it was like magic and and then right after that they had a george carlin mm, yes recording and i just was addicted to it yes but i didn't understand how comedy worked because i was from such a small city we didn't really have com- like we have one comedy club uh, but nobody really knew about it and so i just thought that they were actors doing like a one-man show Oh, okay. Uh, so I went into theater and things like that, thinking, not thinking that I was funny, but just loving the idea of performing. And then I found this open mic back home, and I was like, oh, this is how people do this. This is how they start, and just haven't been able to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes, I could find something in every one of them, because I that's all I would do is we used to have the black box, the cable black box. Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah, so I could watch even, like, pay-per-view stuff. So I watched everything and I I don't know like I want to say that all of them just I just sucked it all in like I love laughing and I love listening to people laugh so I don't I can't say one like I can say who I love but I don't know if they I think they all like I took something from them even when I go to the store or anywhere else and I watch other comics I'm just I love that they're doing it and it makes me so happy do you because you're the people you were mentioning a lot of them write like the whole Joke jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, did you dabble in storytelling? Uh, yeah. Not really. I mean, people always tell me to do it, but it's also just like I feel like I'm good at what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I feel like less people do the joke thing rather than I don't know. The, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm trying. I have some good stories because I've lived kind of a weird life, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think if I master joke telling, to where you could tell it in the moment, yeah. set up punchline stuff, then I think that would help the bits, and then you could, I could develop and then how to uh, tell a story with the joke. Right, and you can't spend all your dollars. Exactly. (laughs) I just doubled up on set of punchline. See, it all comes full circle. And you enjoy like one-liners or things like that? Yeah, I don't do too many one-liners, but I definitely have some. I have like two or three, and they they can be. I mean, you know, they're the they're just most section most of the time misdirection, but right. Still, if you can really misdirect someone, that's always fun. Yeah, pay attention to this before I go into something else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like ta-da! Pulled the rabbit out of the hat, and now my dick's in you. Surprise! We're at a water park. Just going back to the water park. I feel like you you need to go back to the water park. (laughs) Like that's what this podcast is really about. That's all this is. You coming to the. 
idea. You're like, I need to work at that water park. Gosh, <laughs> no. No, because I will say he did not age gracefully at all. Because I was trying to explain to John. I was like, no, I swear he was really good looking. And John's just looking at me like, uh-huh. Yeah. Sure he was. I'm like, no, oh, right. <laughs> really was. So your dad liked comedy, so he, was he really supportive when you started? No, no, not at all. He never really was up until, like, he didn't want me to move to L.A. He didn't want me. He's very, uh, oh. He took the safe route, and he's like, proud. he's like, he got to retire at like fifty five. He worked for the city, of Sacramento Water Department for like 25, 30 years, and now he's retired. And he was just like, just do this. And I was like, oh, man, I really think I can do this. And so he didn't really think it was good until I think I got until I got signed this year. And then he was like, all right, that seems like it might be working out for you a little bit. And plus, he saw me one time, I just did this, I was doing this competition when I was about two years in, maybe a year in, and I got to the finals, and on the finals, the other guy going against me, his name was Rico the Great, uh, urban combat comic, and he goes up and he crushes, right, crushes, and I'm like, oh shit, this must be a good crowd, he's also pretty funny, and then he goes to the back of the club. And he takes the whole audience. Apparently, there was all his friends. So there's like literally 70 people in the back corner by the bar talking to Rico. And I'm only left with like my dad, his wife, my mom, and like five friends left in the audience. And that shook my dad about off stand up a lot. Probably till now, like this year. I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah, he was, he said he almost vomited. Aww. But now look at you. I mean, yeah, it's getting better. Hopefully, five years or so. What'd your mom think? I think she she's kind of just pretended to be supportive because <laughs> my dad wasn't, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she ever thought it was. Now she's pretty proud. They're all pretty proud now. That's awesome. Well, I'm proud of you because you <laughs> just you. went through a whole hour of not knowing you were getting a massage and getting a massage. Yeah, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Appreciate do, it. Do you want to plug any of your social media or anything like that? Yeah, follow me on Instagram at scuba steve fury f u r u y. That's what I was gonna ask. I forgot. What's the scuba? Um, from the movie Big Daddy, the kid's favorite toy was named Scuba Steve. Okay. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know, I just liked that movie when I was a kid. And, I was, and then I got in like a group of friends in high school, and they would call me Scuba from that guy. And so I thought as an Instagram handle, it's pretty funny. There you go. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. On the this show. was nice. <laughs> this was crazy. Okay, I'm going to stop everything, and then I'll leave, and you can get ready. I, yeah, I mean, I'm just putting on a shirt. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed Stephen Fury. And like I said, if you want to sponsor us, um, also, if you guys could like, comment, or share, that would be amazing. Um, but any, um, yeah, anybody want to comment, you can do that on iTunes, SoundCloud, any of the other platforms that we're on. Um, but also, if you want to contact me, you can get a hold of me on all social media. And you can message, email me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Bye.